Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt and Paul, helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humour. Enjoy this week's episode. <laughs> right, <laughs> late ringing up. Mm, yeah, sorry, I had a child that I got to put to bed. <laughs> What's your excuse? <coughs> I am a child. Um, this is episode number 100. The big one. And I've called this the Ninnies. How about the Triple Ennies? Or. I'm just trying to make it sound like the Emmys, or. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, right, okay. Now no, I get it. Now I get no, it. I get it. Oh, yeah. We're doing an award show. I, well, I know that, but yeah. I just I thought you were talking about something else when you said nunnies. <laughs> what were you thinking? Well, yeah, nunnies. Not going to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So obviously we're doing an award show. If you put e's nies or something at the end of whatever you you know something relevant, then it sounds like an award show. Like the triple nies or the. There we go. That's better. Nunnies. E's always making the water party better. Anyway, let's go. We're already recording. We're, we're already going. Yeah, and that's all that's out there for the world now. That uh, Paul not only looks like a mad scientist, but uh... <laughs> yeah, what have you done to your hair? It's just been this weekend. It looks worse it's called, than my beard. It's called receding. <laughs> well, it is. It's been like that. That's why I had curtains for so long because then it went that way and covered those lacking bits. Do you think um, it's receding because you had curtains? No. I've been rubbing creatine on it on here. When, when when are you going to brave it and do the brat? Never. Well, well when it properly goes. I'm just cutting. It was thick. Thick. When it properly goes. Don't know. <laughs> Let's make it. <laughs> we need to get it. We need to get a picture of it and let the let the viewers decide whether it should stay or whether it should go. Stick it okay. on the um, uh, NNN Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Should or shave his head. Yeah, massive, basically. massive scar on that hair. I've got, oh. I've got a scar on the back of my head as well. That's a true bald man's thing, though, isn't it? You have to have a few scars on your head from where you keep banging your head. Uh, mine wasn't banging my head. Mine was my sister throwing a brick at it. Mine was when I got hit in the head with a pint glass and the one with a handle. <laughs> a tankard. Yeah. yeah, like a glass tankard. Yeah. <laughs> or was it actually a metal tankard? No, it was a glass one. Oh, ouch. Well, mm. is that like the old cartoon pint glasses you'd see like in Viking comics? or Yeah, something like that. Oh, he's by a Dutch guy as well. What a bastard. What a bastard. Oh. All the more reason for Brexit. Yeah. Here's, a, he, here's a, uh, a funny... Someone's hoovering in Fran's house. <laughs> I like that, that phrase. She couldn't speak. She just put a finger up as if to say, oh, you know, it's mm-hmm. like you're not making enough noise as it is. I'm not going to speak anymore. <laughs> Stop um, fucking anyway. hoovering! And the best bit, she just messaged us to tell us that she's just going to tell them to shit up. I think she meant shut up, but either um, might. Yeah. Anyway, let me get back to my funny anecdote. Oh, anecdote, I don't know if it's the right word. My funny thing about Dutch people. Um, does anyone else think that all Dutch people are very streamlined? What was in the torn thin? Kind of facial features are always kind of horse-like, almost. <laughs> Do yeah. they have a lot of, of wind? It's very flat, isn't it? So if you have wind, then they just well, be blowing windmills. off. You know. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. So it's got to be windy. Might Maybe be they're just flat because of the wind. 
Perhaps. I just thought, yeah, I thought about some fame. I mean, they all tend to be sportsmen, obviously, but I think like Dutch people, like Patrick Kluivert, Ruud van Nistelrooy, Jorginho Wijnaldum. They're all very streamlined in look. Thin canals. Perhaps. I will be in uh, Holland this coming weekend, actually, won't I? You will. I will. You will have fun. I'm hoping I'll have fun. I assume you're just going there, going Anne Frank's house. And a, yeah. six, and a couple of windmills, maybe some Dutch. You can pancakes. go to that. I went when I went there. I went to the I don't know if it's still there. The exhibition where the guy has it's all like basically dead bodies. Oh yeah, he's like cut people in half. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing it on uh, Mike Harrison's stories. Actually, mm. so now that's quite interesting and moderately gross. Yeah, but still interesting. Very. Mm, I've just uh, googled fat Dutch people, and they aren't streamlined. Okay. Did you Google that and it take you straight to any certain websites? No, but if I click a few links, they might. It might do. <laughs> Anywho, so um, should we get back to the actual topic? The nunnies, as you call the, it. The, the, the nunnies. <laughs> the triple nnies. The triple nnies. All right, the triple nnies. We'll call it the fucking triple nnies then, all right? Um, Just call it, instead of the Emmys, the nnies. Yeah, but we're the triple ends. Okay. It's not like oh. nutritionies or nonsensees or noes, is it? All right, go on. N N nennies. Nennies. The nen nennies. I still think it's better than the triple nennies. The nen nennies. I don't know why. It's like the nen nennies. I can't stop saying. And we want this episode to be fun because it is our hundredth episode. Woohoo! We made it. We made it. We are we are we like podcast famous now? We've done a hundred episodes. I think people actually have to listen to them, though. Yeah, true. To be famous. What is cool, though, we've got three listeners exactly like um, when we first started. So whether they're the same three or whether they're a different three, I'm not too sure. Yeah, uh, the worst thing is there's five of us and only three three people listen. So even if it's any of us, we're not all listening. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. I listen. <laughs> so Paul's one. <laughs> uh, Paul and Brett's dad, that's it. Yeah. Probably. Actually, my dad don't even listen, to be honest. He's <laughs> sick of your shit. summer to sleep. Yeah. Um, anyway. Swear words. Boobies is not a swear word. No, but it's I funny. Poop. I thought you said poopy. No, she went boobies. Oh. And I said, I have no, genuinely no idea where it came from, other than I can assume my stinky little cousins probably teaching us to do it but obviously as I say as an adult it's now really fun to get her to say boobies, boobies. I'm going to try it with Lucy yeah. no she said boobies as in boobies but did you ask her to say boobies or I know, did you no. ask her to say no I asked her to say strawberry and she went strawberry and then I asked her to say boobies and she went boobies <laughs> but Jen... I thought you'd ask her to say boobies and she came out with boobies no I actually I just asked to say boobies Jenny Jen, Jenny Jenna hates me doing it because obviously she doesn't want her saying boobies all the time. So she tells me off when I do it. But yeah. She'll definitely go to nursery and say it. Most yeah. likely. I'm surprised that she hasn't and they haven't already said something. Like, oh, by the way, she's saying boobies a lot. <laughs> but I promise sometimes she does do it quite repetitively. So boobies, 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 boobies. It's like, well, okay, you can stop now. Anywho. Um, we wanted all five coaches to be on this episode. Hasn't happened. Unfortunately, we've had to bail out Johnny. Not bail him out. Bail we out Johnny. 
Johnny's bad. Yeah, unfortunately, Johnny's got work and we couldn't find another uh, schedule or, or our schedules to match, could we? So this is the best we could do. Because obviously, it would have been nice to have everyone on as, as a 100th episode special. But we'll have to just do without him. Oh dear, oh dear. And he and he is devoted for uh, favourite coach as well. Is he? Oh fuck. Okay, well one of the topics then was who's the favourite coach as voted for. It's like play, um, fans coach. Yeah, not obviously our vote. I mean, Here's Wild Wild West featuring Gunner by Offset. Why? <laughs> you playing Offset? Hey Siri, <laughs> be quiet. Jenna's going to be pissed because Summer's if you. Here. If you tell Alexa to shut up, she does. It's yeah. great. Um, yeah, bear in mind that's literally directly below Summer's bedroom as well. So Jenna can come down here furious any moment. I'm sure. What the fuck are you? Do? Oh, sorry, that's an accident. I didn't even say anything like Wild Wild West. Why does that even come on? I didn't even say Hey Siri. Actually, that's no. Don't say it again. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. uh, anyway, so um, that brief interruption. Um, it would have been nice having on. Super special episode. Paul's just given away one of the topics. No, Ed's just given away one of the topics of uh, most favourite coach as voted by the our uh, followers in our Facebook group. And it was Johnny. So there's no arguments about that. But basically, the uh, the premise of today's Triple Ns was we've got some fantastic topics that you guys have come up with. Not you guys, the listeners. You guys, the other coaches. Um, and we're going to argue out some nominations and come up with a, uh, a winner. So if we don't all agree, we're going to have to somehow find a like I don't know heads or tails or purposes of stone or something to hopefully we, so we can argue our case and we'll all agree at some point someone is a winner otherwise this could be a long episode this is where people say yes and not yes, by looking at their not, phones yes. or, you know the usual stuff that you do <laughs> Paul's hey, watching porn again hmm? Paul's yeah. watching porn again you can tell by his eyes no I wasn't I was just looking watching those dodgy videos of um, yoga classes again mate <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> did you, uh, Ed, did you know uh, your client Ben has a fetish for watching YouTube videos of people opening boxes? Opening boxes? Yep, literally just opening boxes. Doesn't matter what's in them, just there is a there is this kind of a genre on YouTube of opening boxes and just seeing what's you know what comes out. And it's the opening of the boxes that people have these this thing about and he watches quite a lot of them. This, that's really weird um, and also uh, there's, there's quite like a thing now isn't there of people watching like really satisfying videos um, and there's there's all sorts of, of weird ones out there and people what is it whispering I was going to say define satisfying well it's not to me it's a bit weird but you know when you see these things on like Facebook and that and they're like oh this is so satisfying and you generally do watch it on repeat like 10 times and you're oh, like okay. oh, I've, I've got to move on yeah I, uh, I, I, I took some videos that I do do find quite satisfying. It's when you get like liquids pumped out of tubes, and that sounds like um, maybe I'll put, give it more context to explain what I mean. Like I remember seeing a video once it was like you're just talking about porn, porn again, aren't you? No, 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 not. <laughs> um, it's like I think it was like chocolate, as like a chocolate tap or a chocolate peanut butter tap or something, and it was just the way it was like silky pouring out and this perfect like out of this tap. I was like, that's really satisfying watching this kind of liquid pour out of this tap. I remember seeing that day. Yeah, whatever. Anywho, so I just mocked one of your clients for watching opening boxes, and I've just said about my fetish of watching liquids come out of tubes. You're all as weird as each other down there. Yeah, yeah, we're not really down. We are southeast technically, but it's kind of more east. South for me, mate. South for me. South for we're south of the border, ain't we? <laughs> we would still um, be classed as uh, Northlings. 
I think if you were talking Game of Thrones, if you like, from, if from people from London all that way. Well, because you're out there by the coast, you're definitely Castle Black, aren't you? Oh, no. Yes. No. Can't yes. Be... Yeah, but they're horrible people. No, they're not. Aren't they the ones that um, Castle killed... Black's the the wall? Oh, okay, I was thinking, who are the ones that have just got up, teamed up with Cersei? Uh, the I was going to do the Iron Iron those ones. Yeah, I was going to well, um, do a spoiler the rogue then. ones of them. Yeah, yeah, I was going to do a spoiler then about certain death. Don't but I thought, do it. fuck, better not because I only just saw it this morning. A lot of people might not have seen it yet. Could only give at least three days. Yeah, tell that to Tanya Filer, 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 Filer. Why was she a, a three AM yeah, spoiler? No, she she was posting stuff on her on her Facebook about it, and I was like. You can't. You're literally. I'm on holiday and I've not seen it. You're spoiling shit for me. <laughs> we get some people with? just want to watch the world burn. They do. They do. Yeah. Um, should we get on with some things so we're not here all night? Yes. Go. I can see Fran seems furious today. Is that because I'm not furious? I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I can't get involved in that conversation. Has no, no one fed her? Mm, yeah. I think <laughs> no, she, she, had, she had like four desserts. Instagram. Yeah, I'm pretty full from my lunch. So. Maybe, maybe she's not done a lot of cardio late and starting to take its toll. You say she looks fat? Nope. <laughs> no, you Jimmy big... wasn't. If that's what you've got out of that implication, then you're way off the mark, mate. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I made a lasagna from scratch. You know, made everything the white sauce and absolutely everything tonight. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, you can put you down for best lasagna made from scratch. Award. Yes, it's a nomination. I'll nomination. take it. Right. I All I did was I got home, so I've been out of my house for a twenty-fourth or a fair period of time, and got home and went to get a drink just before this, and thought it's warm over here, and realised I'd left a gas ring going for four <laughs> hours, forty-eight hours. <laughs> Enjoy the gas bill, mate. Let's yeah. say a few things here. One, lucky house didn't burn down. Two. Yes. Uh, expensive gas bill. Three, think the fucking environment, you buffoon. I know. I am trying to not use plastic. I hope that you're at least on a renewable energy company for your gas and electric. Yeah, no. Oh, fuck it. Right, switch to bulb. I know, I will. If you do anyway, that, we both get 50 nuts as well. Who, me and you? Yeah. Right, you get 50 quid and I get 50 quid. Send me a link. Hashtag ad, um, if I have to say that. Okay. Um, okay. Right. We're getting into topics because we're now like fifty minutes in. Um, yeah. So, drum roll, please. Yeah, some of that. Um, these are cool topics. I've got to say, guys, I like it. So, most popular, active, helpful group member. Can I have your nominations, please? I'll go first. Does this have to be in the main triple N group or? I don't really care, mate, if I'm honest. Okay. Pick um, I'm going with my client, Susan, because she posts, if anything, too much. Uh, <laughs> she No, she posts morning, noon, and night um, with her meals, with what she's doing, her preparation, her struggles, absolutely everything. And the accountability of that for her is brilliant for her, but also for others. Um, she's been in a lot of groups and... The groups where she's not in are actually quite dull sometimes um, because you, you need a, a Susan in every group um, to help um, 
to, to just help other people come out of their shell and, and feel like it's okay to post and, and share and stuff like that. So my nomination is Susan. Okay. Uh, although I'm, I'm tempted to revoke it because she doesn't even bloody listen. What? I know. I know. That should have been a criteria, um, an entry criteria for making sure you at least listen to the podcast. Otherwise, what's the <laughs> point? Three listeners. So what's the point? <laughs> okay. okay. All right, Susan. Okay, I. I've gone for Carl Haywood. Oof. Very helpful. Is that it? Is that why? Just very helpful. Very, very helpful. He is quite helpful, to be fair. Just a good, good all-rounder. Yeah, okay. He gets my vote. He's not... Both, yeah. both, both of you have picked people from, obviously, a closed client group, though, and not the active one, which, you know, Ed did clarify whether we, we could or couldn't, but I kind of feel like the people they can be helpful to is quite a small group in comparison to the 17, 1800 people we obviously have in our main group. Uh, this is why I asked for clarification. Okay, no, that's fine. I'm just, that was just a, that was more a, um, it was less of an issue or a thing, just something I want to point out really than anything. Just, just okay. more. But anyway, Fran? So mine was going to be, um, I was going to say Susan as, Susan as well because I like lots of her meal prep and her meal ideas. Um, so, do I do someone different, or no? You can, can no, I go so, no, no, no. You should nominate Susan as well. Well, this is this. Yeah, is I often see quite a lot of what she's eating, and then decide to make something similar myself, just because she has good ideas. Okay. Well, this this is all because I was going to say Carl because he tends to just kind of uh, babysit and mollycoddle people. You know, people ask stuff, and he's literally organised so much stuff and just like provide links to things. And helped answer questions, and um, albeit it was a tough call because Jack is also someone that seems to have some of the most amazingly helpful responses to stuff. So Jack Jansen, Jack Jansen, I was also going to say Jack Jackson, Jack Jackson. I was also going to say Jack Jack Jackson. I was also going to say him. Uh, that was a tough call between the two, but I went with Carl in the end just because he seems to have done a bit more organising of stuff, and you know, like for so we we've all kind of picked. Um, obviously closed client group stuff so but it's what it is isn't it um, this is all good how are we going to decide this then out of out of two should we just both give them both an award mail and email. Email. yeah there you go well done guys Yay! you win five well so it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe uh, we'll bring you a protein bar or something I don't know okay best client transformation Okay, uh, I'll kick it off. Oh, no, this is really tough. So, as an actual one-to-one client, best client transformation, I definitely have to go with uh, with Jack Jackson because um, he is in Shred City right now and he is obviously overly consistent as well um, to get there and he does everything to the T um, and he yeah he, he's changed loads so uh, my vote for, for a one-to-one client would be Jack as a general just anybody who I've Do, worked with and can, we, I would... can we just have a stick to one nomination because it's already going to be hard enough as it is fine just 
Go on, for fuck's sake. I was going to, no, I was just going to shout out to Mel Fudge because she lost like a million stones, didn't she? And if you're going for actual like physical massive change, but she wasn't a one to one client, it was just somebody who I sort of helped in uh, free challenge groups and stuff like that. So, um, but to to look at, she looks like two different people. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, good shout. Paolo? I've got Carl again. Somebody Someone's got a hard on. I'll get in a tub. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no. I just from his pictures start. To, he's now flying in. Right. Okay. Shreds. He's in. Freddy. Um. So saying? I suppose mine isn't someone that maybe you guys know, but it's someone that I've worked with since the beginning of the year. Um, and it's a girl called Mel, and she's managed to cut down from the 63 kilo piloting category to the 57 piloting um, category. And she just looks phenomenal. She looks like a different person, and her strength's gone up, and she's hit PBs all along the road. So she would be my one to one transformation. Okay. Tough call. Um, I, I'm going to contradict myself and shout two people as Ed uh, said or I did and I, I'm going to say that I was tempted to go for Carl because I do believe his transformation is incredible given the short time frame and the amount of not only scale weight but just the visual difference is incredible when you see his start and end um, or end not even end but his start and his kind of most recent pictures given bear in mind he's still got a week left of this of obviously dieting before the photo shoot however I'm not going with him sorry bro I am going to say Mel, um, albeit like, like Ed said, uh, not necessarily a direct one-to-one client, but she's been obviously free challenges. She's been in obviously a couple that we've done as a as a coaching company as well, hasn't she? So well, at least one I can think of, she was involved in like the four-week challenge. Yeah. Um, and I think she deserves a shout from I don't even know, but something like what thirty kilos or more. So have I got that wrong? This is something ridiculous, isn't it? That sort of number that she's lost. And I think one of the biggest things is she's lost it, but she's now a good what couple of years of maintaining it as well and I've like when we've chatted when I've well when I've chatted to her and which I do chat to her quite regularly still um she her mindset on stuff has changed a lot as well in terms of kind of just the way she thinks about food and, and the way she kind of like approaches stuff so albeit I know there's another another category about psychological change but I think even the physical stuff along with the other side that we as coaches often probably don't praise enough but you know should should probably try and praise a bit more um yeah, I think she's just done incredibly well. So she gets my vote. That's two votes there for Mel. Is everyone in agreement? I think the winner is Mel. What well a Mel. We oui. and she listens as well. And she does listen. She does. <laughs> she's the third person. She's the third person. Yeah. One thing I do, I, I hate though. She's so sickly, madly in love with Dan Mac. Yeah. Fuck, she even yeah. voted for him on best guest. I noticed. Just cause yeah, you know, I saw that. <laughs> Where is this? Yeah, but he's a beautiful man. Well, yeah, he won't be beautiful after next weekend when I get him absolutely fucked up. You're gonna yeah. do cut his face? <laughs> well, that'd be the worst. <laughs> that'd be the worst way to like kind of approach someone on a stag do, isn't it? Let's, let's just gonna cut his face, mutilate him, yeah. make him, make him unrecognizable at his wedding. wedding. <laughs> just to ruin the wedding pictures. <laughs> Best psychological transformation. Go, 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 Ed, first. Oh, God. Can you come back to me? Okay, Paul. I 
am going with my client, Natasha. Okay. Because. <laughs> That's reasoning. Because. 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 Um, I think she's been a bit of a yo-yoer. Previously. Previous, in previous times, before finding us. Um, psychologically, I think, in this, the photo shoot sort of period, she's kind of adapted well. She's coped well, which, and she's had a, ho- a holiday to India, two weeks. Holiday? Maybe it's a work trip. Working trip, sorry, sorry. Work holiday. And I think a lot of people would have freaked out a lot at that, at the struggle to track, struggle to stay on target. I think it's the access for food, everything. wasn't it, more Yeah, so everything that, no scales, nothing like that, just everything. And she coped admirably, so she gets my vote for where she was when we first sort of spoke and to how she was, how she approached the holiday and how she came back from the holiday. She gets my vote. Okay. Cool. Fran? Um, so mine's going to be my client, Laura. Um, and when we first started working together, she um, had a very all or nothing mindset towards food. Um, so she kind of restricted herself a lot and only ate very, very few calories. Um, but then kind of would have like social occasion and would just kind of think, fuck it and go out. Um, so we've managed to kind of improve a her food relationship where she doesn't have these bucket moments, she doesn't have these like so-called binges anymore. Uh, managed to get her calories up to a really, really good point, and her general food exercise and like mental health um, has just improved so so much. And I can be proud of her. So oh, cool. she's my vote. That's awesome, Ed. Oh, it's a tough one. I've counting in. Do you want me to go, mate? Are you still struggling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm flicking through all client files now. Just thinking. It's actually your clients. Like my nomination is going to be your client, not my own client. Oh, right. uh, oh, okay. Because just because I've seen Ben kind of take a whole different approach in how he was before. Very, he wasn't orthorexic, but very kind of restrictive. Very. I don't think the right word. I mean, restrictive is probably the best word. Very restrictive in diet. Very low calories very scared to increase calories because he's kind of got that, what we've talked about before, formal fat boy syndrome of kind of very scared to put on body fat coming from being a formerly overweight teenager. So, um, yeah, I've seen him in kind of last year, maybe so, embrace a lot more in his mindset, change loads on, on how he approaches stuff and I can see he's so much happier even on, because he's, he, he, he's kind of got a lifestyle where it's quite a social lifestyle so it does involve a lot of like travelling and eating out for work um, he doesn't have kids, so him and his missus, they go a lot of travelling, um, they go out to eat, like they genuinely eat out more meals during a week than they do eat at home, which is obviously, when you're kind of got a very restricted mindset, that can be so hard to deal with and not create some horrendous anxiety. Um, so I just see it all change, that's kind of the way I said, like, I think that's going to be my vote. Yeah, I think that's where mine's going as well. I was I was in an arm between him and I've seen if anybody else kind of jumped out at all from, from over the years. Um, uh, yeah, so kind of what, what Brett said. So he went from being 64 kilos, eating 1,500 calories a day. Um, well, 63 kilos, sorry. Just looking at his uh, stats. Um, and 
as soon as his weight went up half a kilo or a kilo, he would diet again and straight back down. And I remember him saying to me once, if I can get 2,500 calories um, as a daily intake, um, I'll be so happy. Like It would be like the best thing ever. He now eats over 3,000 calories daily um, and his weight's only gone up uh, about six kilos um, and he still looks leaner than... 99% of the world um, yeah so absolutely brilliant and he's put on quite a lot of muscle as well which is really really good um, and he's just filled out and you know he's a like I say he's a happier person for it and I know that because he says it all the time so yeah that's a hard one to pick because Franz obviously seems like a solid solid entry as well so even though I voted for Ben as my vote I'm torn Paul yes Deciding factor, maybe if we had to decide between Ben, what's your sorry, Fran? What's your client's name? Laura. Laura, sorry, should have Laura. So Ben or Laura, I'm gonna let you have the side and vote, mate. Ben. <laughs> just, just, just why? Some context. I felt, like, I felt like a Caesar then. Ben. Ben. <laughs> I think because obviously, in I know that's probably taken away from. Franz as well, but the kind of serious sort of psychological side of the dieting that Ben probably has overcome, I think it's just it's just a big step that wins it for me. Yeah, I'll say just from bear in mind that for those that don't know, Ben is actually a friend of mine, and I've known him obviously for well over a decade. I've seen some horrible times of what I've tried to kind of help him, and I've seen him go through some kind of really negative mindset moments of, of how it's affecting his kind of overwhelming happiness so he deserves it because I think he's he's done a stellar job as unfortunately Ed so have you so but I don't it shouldn't take away I think obviously it sounds like Laura's changed, doing something similar and changing stuff so shout out as well to Laura wee, a little clap wee. well done guys they are alright now let's get onto some more that people can actually relate to and yeah, instead of us talking fun. about magical people nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> so let's start with my favourite, the best protein bar. Okay. I almost, I almost uh, feel like I shouldn't put a nomination in here because I'm like too educated on the, the matter and that I should just adjudicate. Yeah, it's what Einstein said when they asked him to come up with a new theory. That's just, I think, that's I think you don't realise how many protein bars I've eaten in my life as well. How many? Oh, had, how many oh, I don't know how many, but I have <laughs> won't match, I reckon, how many different ones you've had. Well, I've written reviews for over 250, 60 different ones. So Shit. If you reckon Didn't you can beat that, but if you I reckon have you can beat that. Brands at six. All you've got to do, yeah, all you've got to do is go to uh, hashtag NNN bar reviews, and you'll see all two hundred and sixty odd. And I've even got probably at least twenty stored in my camera roll to still roll out. So even more, just you know, just saying. Look <laughs> anyway. <on> that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll kick it off. I'm the least bothered. Go on, Paul. Kick off then. Mine is Maxi Muscle Millionaire Shortbread. You're a fucking dickhead. Right, move on. Ed? I like it. It's shit. <laughs> hey, it's the just worst the bar out there. Why I like it. The only, the only reason, is, the only one worse is the chocolate brownie Maxi Muscle. That is like eating licorice. It's disgusting. 
just just wait until Fran throws out her nomination. Fran Fran is not sinking that low. I'm telling you. I have faith in Fran. Chewy. (laughs) Chewy, it's dry. It increases your neat by chewing. Uh, All right. Which shit angle, but whatever. uh, Right, okay. So mine would be uh, grenade cookie dough. Okay. Solid. But not the best. But anyway, go on. Fran? Okay, mine's going to be the cookie dough cluster. The newer recipe. Sorry, the what? Cookie dough cluster. The new recipe. You haven't had a cluster? <laughs> Sorry, I thought that I thought they kind of died in the eighties. Put them in the microwave and they're amazing. They, Bake them and they're amazing. This is that's not, a pos- not as chewy as it was before. That's not a positive they trait. Forever, so you have to chew them longer. If you have to put a protein bar in the microwave, and make it edible. That's not a positive trait. The PhD diet was the old one. Oh, don't start on those, Ed. Okay, right. Um... I feel like I probably should have put a nomination in then because two are shit and one's very mediocre. Well, mediocre now is a bit harsh. The cookie, cookie dough grenade's all right. It's just, you know, a solid bar. Oh, we could certainly do better, can't we? No. If I was to nominate then, I think I'd have probably gone for Sinister Labs, Sinfit. Probably insert any flavour, but the peanut butter one probably. I don't like them. I can't believe that just came out of your mouth. Right, I tried okay. the body power and I just thought they were a bit synthetic and a bit um, too sweet and meh. In that bag then? What? Synfit. Synfit. Hasn't, um, <laughs> what was his name? Uh, got a hand in that. He keeps winning the 212. Yes, Flex Lewis. Flex no. Lewis, yeah. Yeah, Flex yeah. Lewis. It's, it's not, his company, isn't it? Yeah, not Flex Wheeler, which is what he said. Um, yes, he, I, I don't know whether he, he's like, company owner but I don't know how much involvement in terms he's ever had in the stuff whether it's just his name thereafter I don't know but. probably yeah he just chucked all the money in yeah um, that's what I would go with but okay well I think I'm going to have to if I'm not accepting my own nomination it's going to have to be you Ed the cookie dough yes. grenade you can, and to be fair I think, I think most people will argue that grenade is a solid um, a solid choice for pretty grenade would be my second option for sure yeah. so. there are way better bars like PhD's mine's a solid bar yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> really yeah, solid. Very solid. <laughs> Not in a positive way. Um, the, the same, what, same way a brick is. What I will you say as well. Build houses back in the old days, and we asked that question: What food would you use they, to build a house? They they used to use mud and straw when you were fucking little to build houses. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the the thing about grenade is they were market leading. They they did paved the way for the protein bar market we have today so hats off to them because let's be honest before grenade came up with the original carb killer we just had quest and not even the good quests as fran has put it you're saying carb killers are basically the christopher columbus yeah pretty much well they were because they were the only actually decent tasting decent macro protein bar you get some like i don't know like um that's been around they were fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, they were terrible. Even the new recipes are still not much better. Um, you, obviously, there was like Retrex or um, what are the American brands? Some of the American brands were decent, but massive they, one, didn't they? They used to have a massive like, like Colossal One Thousand. Mm. Um, 
they tasted really nice. Unfortunately, they were like a billion calories and about five five grams of protein or something. But um, yeah, they they carved, great grenade carved um, carved the way, didn't they? To be honest, they paved the way for that. So they carved the way, did they? Carved the way. Carved, but yes. So um, yep. Yeah, so hat, hats off to you, uh, grenade. The new flavors also are pretty damn good. Salty peanut is lovely. So. Okay. They're not they're not very original for thinking of new flavours now though, are they? They go, right, okay, what's out there that's what can we do better? And then do that, don't they, basically? Well, I will be honest, any brand nowadays must be struggling with kind of new flavour because well, it's literally everything. But um there we go. Alright. Best cereal and Fran, you cannot have oats, I'm afraid. Oats are not a cereal. <laughs> they are, but okay. They're that's not. like me saying, Oh well, I'm gonna vote for pizza just because I like it. No, and oats are like a, a grain, and they count as a cereal. No, they don't. I just contradicted myself in one word. Yeah, you did. It can't but... be a grain or a cereal. We've got to be one or the other. <laughs> I'm going to Google it, but I'm pretty sure it's cereal. Still, still, we're only going to accept cold cereals that come in a box. Cold cereal? Well, like, I'll accept hot Weetabix or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> even then, you can't, I don't even really want to call Weetabix cereal. Uh, okay, I'm going in with the classic, the ultimate, Cocoa Pops. Can't read that, Fran, but um, okay, Cocoa, Pop, Cocoa Pops. So, so it's a spectrum of cereals, that's what it says. I can read the oats a bit, it says something of cereal. Anyway, whatever, I'm still not accepting it. Um, Cocoa Pops, okay, good shout, Ed. Plain, a bit like you, but, you know, solid enough mm. again. If, if I was going with plain, I'd have gone Rice Krispies. Yeah, still pretty plain, isn't it, Cocoa Pops? Um, Paul? I will have. Don't let me down, brother. Cinnamon. Ooh, good shout. Love a bowl of curacy cinnamon. Yeah. Or anything like cinnamon grams, or you know, anything any, like that. Cinnamon, yeah. cinnamon French toast. I believe I have. It, it was a. It was a close call between the original, uh, just golden grahams and the cinnamon ones. Yeah, golden grahams are things I never really ever had, but every time I do have mm. them. I'm like, good. wow, I remember how good these are. A bit like Terry's Gold Chocolate Bars. Mm, yes. Are they Terry's? Boxes? Terry's? I don't know. Whatever they are. Well, the Gold Bars. The gold yeah. Bars. Yeah. 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 yeah but those, never ever have yeah. But when you do have them, you're like, yes. I had some ice cream when I was away last bank holiday. Um, and they did, they, they make all their own like random flavours and, and stuff. And they had a gold, uh, gold ice cream. Nice. Uh, you guys are all too young to remember, but the best pack, because they are basically what you're talking about is packed lunchbox chocolate bars. Yeah, yeah. And the best one ever, which is a travesty that make it, was called a United. And it was in a little, ironically, in a little blue wrapper. And it was like a biscuit base, but covered in chocolate, but with honeycomb on it. And that was the one. I think I am too young to remember that, actually. Fucking hell. That's made my day. That was the best. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, how do we get on chocolate bars when we even got we haven't even got a topic or a, a nomination for chocolate bars? I'll go with okay, I've revoked my cereal nomination, um, and I'll go with Lidl's triple chocolate granola. Granola is not a cereal. <laughs> You've got orthorexia. Why are you trying to be so hipster? Granola. Can you just pick an actual cereal, please, Fran? Yes. Like, 
No, it's not. Yes, it is. 100%. I'm not having it. You're definitely not winning. That is not a cereal. Yes, it is. Right, okay. Right, we're going to skip you. Most middle class answer. I expect someone like Michael Banner to come out with. Yes, that would be something Dr. Mike would say. Granola. On yogurt, though, no milk. Yeah, fucking middle class wanker. Right. Okay, mine is going to. Mine was a tough call, actually. Um, I I was also going to go for or a cinnamon variety of either. I was just go cinnamon grams or rather, but you know they are pretty much the same as curiosity cinnamon or whatever. Because they didn't used to be called curiosity cinnamon. They used to be something else before, didn't they? Can't remember what it was. And they just been cinnamon grams rebranded. Yeah. Okay. What? That's why then. Mm. Um. So that type, or I was going to go with my my bay chocolate mateys. Hmm. Because chocolate mateys is just like the best, and this brings me reminiscent of like a year ago when we did our photo shoot, where I had like a whole box the night before, mm. the night before, the night before, as part of my obviously peak week protocol. So I had like a whole box of chocolate mateys, which was both fabulous and not fabulous at the same time, because I remember they really kind of the crunchiness like tore my mouth to pieces because I was just eating through so much cereal. Did you have milk? Also not no, eat them so quickly. No, I did have a milk, but yeah, I think it was the, the, the fact that I went through them quite quickly. I genuinely could have... I, I ate the whole box in two big pirate dishes. I reckon I could have done another two bowls easily. Genuinely. I think I could have just kept going and going and going. I wonder, I wonder how many boxes of mateys you'd have to eat before you died. <laughs> or from like loss of blood through your mouth. Well, yeah, oh, well. the, roof of, the lack of roof of mouth. I was thinking more like um, blood glucose poisoning or toxicity or something like that. But yeah, either or. Many many ways to die via <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> you think, how how quick can your pancreas work to produce enough insulin to get rid of the severe <laughs> fucking? <laughs> Just go like fucking yeah. Oof, oof best way to die though right <laughs> did we used to watch that thing was it on Bravo was still a channel and it was called 100 ways to die or 1000 ways to die no, and it was all like the really weird ways people had died over time uh, like a guy was messing around on his porch with a samurai sword and ended up cutting through an electrical wire and zapping himself and killing oh, himself man. like weird shit like that <laughs> I've seen videos of people with samurai swords that have taken fingers off with like and not realise for a few seconds because obviously they're so sharp it's just like taking half yeah. a hand off and they just kind of look at it and all of a sudden realise like it's cut off from like three fingers away so like, that is oh. that was brutal yeah yeah well done Paul you're on mute <laughs> I read a thing about who go back on mute a bit, a bit weird and his way of getting off was he would Gently, obviously, lower his testicle onto a belt sander, just so it would, I guess, buzz it. Anyway, he must have lowered it too low, and it whipped one off. He was too embarrassed to go to the hospital for a few days, and then died from gangrene. Oh, days. <laughs> okay. I was going to say it's you, but obviously you're not dead. Uh, no, it's not me. I, I do... really close as well. Um, yeah. Okay, I was going to make a really crude joke about um have one testicle then but i'm not going to um so anyway so the winner serial wise if we anyone want to champion someone else's or are we all just going to stick to our own i would champion coco pops but as we know my serial course is awful so i don't quite know whether <laughs> well, i get an extra 
So. Well, to be fair, oats are lovely, Fran, and granola is yeah. also very lovely, just not cereal. So. Okay, Cocoa Pops would have been my cereal of choice if we had to have traditional How is that one, Cocoa Pops? Oh, it's yeah. Great. Have you ever tried a... peanut butter Cheerios? Amazing. That could have easily been up there as well. At least you can eat mine on a diet. You can eat peanut butter Cheerios. You can eat anything on a diet, Ed. Call yourself a nutrition coach. And still have calories to eat anything else for the rest of the day. <laughs> the only thing with like most American cereals is they're not particularly great on um, any type of peak week or carb loading cycle because they tend to be quite high in fat. Relatively, you know, like American cereals, like most British cereals are very low fat and high sugar or high carb. But American ones, you know, have quite a lot of fat in them as well. It's probably why they taste oh, so damn so. good. Yeah. Okay. Cocoa Pops is the winner. Um... Best diet food slash diet hack. Okay, my go-to is uh, root veg mash. Oh. Yeah. In a pack from the supermarket. Most supermarkets do it now. It's like, what, 150 calories for the whole thing? Um, yeah, that's There's my... quite a difference between brands, actually, I've noticed. Like, mm. um, Sainsbury's is like 110 for 200 grams. Yeah. Pack. Um, as is like 135, Tesco's is on the higher end, 150, something like that, you say. Co-ops is on the higher end as well. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's probably the amount of butter or something they use in them, but I just say, you can you can save yourself a few calories by, um, especially if you're like me, and probably you as well, Ed, where you eat a whole pack usually, you know, that can be the difference of 70, 80 calories sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it feels like that, some chicken, and you're done. Yeah, yeah definitely a go-to. In fact, I've got two packs in the uh, fridge for my lunches this week to take me to work. So, sweet. Okay, Paul. Mine is a heck chicken burger in a bagel thin with meat, lean cheese on, and some lighter than light mayo. Mate, you see, you've gone through a lot. Of winter, you've gone for a whole meal. Yeah, I'll just oh, lose that my whole day. It's just a burger. <laughs> just added well, them together. To get, tell you that it's less than 300 calories. Yeah. Okay. So a heck chicken burger. In a bagel. <laughs> um, wouldn't you have less calories if that was like a Warburton sandwich thin than a bagel thin? Possibly, but they're not as satisfying. There's no hole in the middle for your sauce to leak out. Well, no. There you go. Put his penis in it. Put your cheese slice or your slice of eating cheese under. Because it's quite... Eating cheese is a good, a solid consistency doesn't bow down to the melting so eat so quickly especially if you eat it fast oh you're selling ed mate oh it's good yeah. job we good job we're not ambassadors i've got like some sort of code people could use or anything well two of you triple n10 well, we've got one code triple n10 wow. so that's fine okay Annie. i was saying this you've already done eat lean a nice shout out um mine is going to be uh, any of the low calorie ice cream alternatives just because ice cream is probably my biggest weakness okay. pick, um, pick and one. I would just pick one um, you should uh, probably say something oh. that's not ice cream now yeah <laughs> <laughs> frozen fucking yoghurt Fran. <laughs> I think um, uh, so middle class frozen yoghurt yeah the, the waitress Froyo. Belgian chocolate Froyo Ed I mean bread. that's really nice the Belgian chocolate it's really good yeah <laughs> I've never so had it so it's annoying to think about waitress closing in leak it's the fact that I can't get that anymore <laughs> yeah, um, is that what you're going I with I've had the Oppo Oppo hazelnut chocolate hazelnut one 
solid, yeah, good, good show. Uh, Although there is better nowadays. Yeah, I like the um, some of the little ones, the salted caramel and the white chocolate and raspberry, are both really nice. They're Graham's, of... yeah. So I don't like to call them little because they're not little branded. They're Graham's Dairy Farm, ah. but um, you took the words right by my mouth. The salted caramel Graham's one is fucking tremendous. It doesn't beat. It doesn't beat. Um, yeah, it does. Halo top peanut yeah, butter. No, yeah, it, it does. doesn't. Yeah, it no, does. it doesn't. No. Consistency wise, consistency wise, it does. Huh? That's it. You've offended Brett as well. It's too <laughs> consistent. Too what? Inconsistent. The peanut butter. No, consistency wise, it's so much creamier and thicker. Whereas Halo top, the peanut butter one's me a bit grainy. I haven't even tried it, so I'm just. That Ben and Jerry's is just as well. Yeah, that is. Oh, is that. Actually, look at this. Salted caramel brownie. Very nice. Chocolate cookies and cream. Put the lid on the wrong one. Uh, it's quite high calories, though, that one. You have to be a bit careful because it's not actually that yeah, much. Nice no, the, these are still like six. Not a full tub, tub, these ones. Not that they have a manager full tub. I know, half tub, Paul. Um, yeah, these. Yeah, the, I, just, these. Honestly, I just get. Just couldn't have a few spoonfuls, I'm fine. Um, I've, I've just counted my ice cream. I've got um, 19 pints of ice cream in my freezer. You're ridiculous. You're. A... We should have an inter- intervention for Brett and anything like that because he's got a problem with protein bars and a problem with ice cream tubs, obviously. Don't, don't tell my wife, but Ben brought round three more boxes this morning that we bought off approved of food. Right. Like, How many protein bars have you got at the moment? I've not um, heard an update in a while. I'm not joking. I'm probably easily into the 200s again. Because I think I've got at least seven or eight boxes of carb killers. And then there's a couple of boxes of uh, Battle Bites. A couple of boxes of NXT um, nutrition ones. Which, to be fair, bear in mind it's a brand I like. no one's ever heard of. They're outrageously good. Um, they're basically like PhD smart bars. You know, like some brand I've ever heard of, probably made the same fucking factory to be honest. But um, and then yeah, I probably got like a box full of mixed ones, so I reckon easy back into the two hundreds again. But I couldn't turn the proof food ones down like eight quid a box. I sent you guys a link. I couldn't turn them down. It's the annoying thing with the proof food is you have to spend what twenty five, thirty quid well, to. I think it's well, we had to spend fifty five quid to get free delivery. Every now and then you get an approved food like free delivery code, which is like spend thirty five quid and you get free delivery. It's a bit better, but. That's why it's right half with two of us, not so bad. Yeah. I need to find a friend to do that with Paul, you're on fucking mute. Sorry. I'm going to send a picture, which is obviously useless on this podcast, but to Brett or to the to the crew of how Brett's protein bar stash is probably way more full than my fridge because my fridge is embarrassing. Your fridge <laughs> is embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, that's really embarrassing. So basically, what's what's in Paul the nutritionist's fridge? Yeah. Mayonnaise, pesto, pesto is a great shot. The, the top three, the, the top three things on the top level are all out of date. I was, I was gonna say they're all like long shelf stuff though that can. Stay yeah, they're out of date. From like six months ago. Um, yeah. Who keeps their squash in the fridge? That's weird. But I bet he puts warm water in it. Yeah. <laughs> room temperature water um, <laughs> so yes right terrible okay right um, I've completely lost track of where we were now 
We were on diet hack food. Oh yeah, uh, Frank so, went with ice cream, and then you went off on one on ice cream. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. That Graham salt caramel is amazing, by the way. But okay, oh, my, ice cream. My diet hack is was going to be rootfish mash. Yeah, I'm not going to do that now. I'm going to go for celeriac because it makes no, the best it everything. Like shit. No, it's not. It makes chips. Makes mash. You can do. Yeah, but it tastes pie. like shit. Right, you may what you may as well do is get a big ball of shit and then drink a massive cup of perfume and then eat the big ball of shit and that's celeriac. I don't feel that's really very like like for like really there but okay. The perfume right. bit is. Um, okay we'll discount my thing then so um... <laughs> well no no you can still have it but no. I'm just saying you know as, as a, as a uh, panel of offering judgment um, your judgment of picking that was shit. Okay, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Franz then. For personally, I'm gonna say that the best I hack is I, the low calorie ice cream because it it fits the box of um, low calorie, but also making people feel less restrictive in a dieting phase, which is quite important to adherence for a lot of people. You were gonna pick root veg mash. Sorry, mate. Is it because I slagged off celeriac? Yeah, it's you slagged off celeriac. <laughs> and also, celeriac is a root veg, so you've technically slagged off your own nomination. But your choice, it's like me saying, oh, the co-op version's crap. It is crap. It's co-op. Who shops at co-op? Me, sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Let's just say the ice cream wins. <laughs> okay. Ice cream wins. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just get the head wrong because it's better order. Uh, best cheat day Ugh. so this was Fran's idea so I'm assuming she means best cheat meal or something like that yeah okay so um... I changed it to treat day okay I did in inverted in commas because I don't like the word cheat day no, yeah. no. so best high calorie high taste meal let's go with that best Can't off cheat. plan meal best Whatever we all, people know what tr- a cheat meal is. Even this is a stupid concept. People know what it is. So, okay, uh, I'm going to go with a farmhouse sharing platter all to yourself. So by that I mean like so northern s- sausage rolls, pork pies, Scotch egg, um, loads of chutney, bits of cheese on there, all that good stuff. That's my uh, that'd be my go-to. Okay. I would go with a Five Guys cheeseburger, the small one. Go fuck yourself. You're supposed to be a cheat meal, and you've gone for a small one. Only because it's pointless me buying it. Because I have a ter- I have such effective um, appetite Appetite hormone system. Yeah. Yeah. So it works so well that I get full up too quickly. So the small one's fine. Plus the fries, and then I would, on my way back, get a cheesecake company Biscoff cheesecake slice, right. which is the best cheesecake you can have. Can I just clarify that you'd get little little fries with your little burger? Yes, I would. So you may as well be dieting. <laughs> um, okay, it like about two thousand calories. Fran? I would usually go for pizza, but I have just remembered that one of my favourite meals ever is the chicken katsu curry from Wagamama's and I haven't had it for ages so I think that would probably be my go-to 
That's a good shout. With some of their sides as well, they'd be really good, like um, Goyos and fried calamari and all that sort of thing. So here's a, a big little, here's a little known fact: Brizzle Hadley's never eaten in a Wagamama's. Same, never had one. What? What's wrong with you two? You both need to. Ed's Northern, and I'm from Iron Mountain, something or other, whatever it was in Game of Thrones. Iron Island. Iron Island. So we, um, can you believe it? I've watched all. I've watched all, and I don't even know. I, I don't even know where any of the realms or kingdoms are. I'll send you the books. They got a map in there. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Mine would have to be, have to be, a Bleecker Street. <sighs> Beaker Street. Worst joke ever. Yeah, yeah it was shit, wasn't it? So, um, just all, all to be honest, there's many burger joints that I could suggest, but it's going to have to be a burger. But I'm going to go with Bleecker Street as the best. So, how do we um, fight this one out? Um, well, considering we haven't ever eaten at Wagamama's, friends out. Yeah, but now considering um, Paul has just left. He's out. Paul's out. <laughs> so. So it's been beauty. What was so, yours in it? Ed, Ed's also uh, like a weird northern platter. Farmhouse oh, no, like platter. sausage rolls, scotch eggs, all those tasty Burger things. Burger anything. What, so farmhouse platter, like could you be more northern? Like what even is that? I told I you know, I went know, through every ingredient. Sounds terrible. I'll be honest, I'm not really a fan of savoury like pork-based products like sausage rolls or scotch eggs. I'll eat them, but there's not something I'd ever really go for, so you're not really... You're not really hit the spot with me for that, mate. So, Bleecker Street wins, I'm afraid. Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take the loss. I'll take the loss. Um, best exercise? Deadlifts. 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 Right. Any specific variant? Conventional. Convent, yeah, convention. One max. Sumos for benders. <laughs> Sorry of any homosexual people that I've just offended by using the term bender. Sumo for those who like to spread their legs. Yes. Um, okay, I I, I I love conventional deadlifts, but I quite mm-hmm. like um, Romanian as well at the minute. So nice stretch. How European of you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm happy to say deadlift gets the clean sweep. Yes. Okay. First time for three. Well, I will say clean sweep. That wasn't actually my nomination, though. But whatever. Well, it's already won. Sure, so. cows. No, I think I actually did some direct arm work on holiday for the first time in ages. So, like, I basically do no direct arm work, as you can tell by Ed's trolling of some. Like, what do you call me? Noodle arms or something? Yeah, they would be noodle arms. <laughs> yeah. I just replied saying it hurts because it's true. Tied in a noodle. Yeah. Um, no, I would say at the minute. Anything, any kind of horizontal pull. Some I just really enjoy in back training. So, like a face pull. No, not like a face pull. I would I like say face pulls are more rear delts. I like them then. Also, doesn't Fran out deadlift all of us? No. no? Sorry. That's body weight. All right. Wilt weight, score. Yeah. Look at me. I've got a twenty-nine Wilt score. Um. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> what is everybody's best deadlifts? Ed probably wins. 210. Yeah, I've not lifted that heavy. But I've also... 180 is mine. 
Yeah, well, I've, I've barely been able to deadlift over the past two years because of my, um, well, not two years, year and a bit, um, for my PhD, my proximal hamstring tendinopathy that I've been suffering PhD. from. PhD? PhD? Do you have to lift that off the floor as well? <laughs> 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 All right, that leads us on to the next one because obviously that's a clean sweep. Best podcast <laughs> joke slash innuendo. I'm not even joking. That is that next was it. I'm going for that. that like I just said, that's the best I've done in the hundred episodes. It's the only joke can... you've done. <laughs> I just can't think of any jokes. But gonna... can I throw something that's made me. I was going to say, just something that's made me laugh was the story of finding um, the, the the story you told of the the wedding where they found the sex toys yeah. and then. Yeah. Uh, they filmed it as though they were going to find the sex toys, <laughs> showed it to the wedding, but the sex toys had been removed. <laughs> that's, that's my favourite story yeah. out of any of the episodes, I think. On, on the same theme, and I wasn't going to say that because obviously that was about well, that was my story, but I was actually going to say when Johnny started coming up with saying dildo every three seconds. Um, although I can't actually remember the context and why he was saying dildo every three seconds. But... Is it a dildo? Was it a dildo? A dildo? No, Tom, it's not. <laughs> and no, that was that is one of my funniest um, funniest things I've ever done, I think, actually, that video. Quite funny. Just quite funny, but yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, that's gentlemen a cup of tea. Um, Paul? What? Seth, me, ten seconds ago. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was that memorable. Frank? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was. Uh, I one specific one. Didn't you this was your question. It? I know it was my question, but I didn't come up with anything. Well, it looks well, like I win this. Yeah. Looks like uh, dildo conversations and. <laughs> so, uh, does anyone? Uh, I don't. Paul, Fran, do you know the the story? Should I tell it again in case the listeners haven't actually heard the story? Because it is a good story, right? Yeah, and it was early on as well. I, I know it. All right, Billy Big Balls. Well, the listeners might not. I know there's only three of them. But well, they should have done. Listen. Okay. All right. Well, I won't tell it then. No, tell it again. Tell it again. Well, be fair. Ed's almost just told it, I suppose. We I, we filmed the video in my friend's, or one of my best friend's uh, houses um, prior to their wedding as part of the best man speech. And it was r- rummaging through their uh, house looking for stuff. We happened to find actual load, a big drawer full of sex toys. Um, and we thought it would be funny to film it from an angle where you couldn't see what's in the drawer, but me being acting all surprised, like, what the hell is this in the drawer? And as we pulled them out, we pulled out, instead of the sex toys, we'd replaced with loads of bags of sweets. So I was like, oh, I can't believe you've got these in the drawer, naughty people. Shouldn't have these in the bedroom. Obviously, pull out bags of fruit pastels and wine cups and stuff. <laughs> and obviously, it went down really well in the actual um, best man speech, because you can imagine, they're sitting there thinking, what the fuck are they about to pull out of there, knowing what's in the drawer, really? But... You can imagine, obviously, all their parents there and obviously family members, and they think, oh, my God, I do not want to see, like, anal beads and stuff and dildos being pulled out of this drawer. <laughs> oh, so funny. Anyway. Um... <laughs> okay, I went on, or not I win. That that was the funniest moment. So that gets best podcast uh, joke slash innuendo. Um, okay, so we're down to, I think, the final award. Best I need guest. to go, let me go back into the Facebook group to see if it's changed because there's only a couple of votes when I checked oh, this, pre-recording. This, this is this is like the UK Top 40, you know, live changes happen. 
<laughs> the only, only vote. I found, you know, I found actually surprising how many guests we've had. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I put just a couple that I could remember off the top of my head and that I could smell. Um, and then obviously you went in and put loads more in. I was like, we've, we've actually had like, I don't know, 25 like, very high caliber guests. Including you, Fran. Yeah, including you, Fran. You actually went on as a guest. Including you twice. Twice. Yeah, do I count as one of the best guests? Well, you you were there as a nomination, so I don't know if you only votes, mind you. But wait, I'm joking. It might have been so, one. So, just to kind of run through a few of the people who who have been on, you've got people like um, Alex Zachary from Fat Loss Made Easy, uh, talking about vegan things. Uh, Steve Kemp, formerly of Hard Fight, so celebrity, actual celebrity. Hard to eat. Uh, Steve Cassidy uh, talking about roids. Actually, hold on. Uh, that should have got best joke. My podcast what? title for his episode: Hard to eat, hard to eat, hard to eat. No, am I the only one that knows that song? Yeah, yeah. we that's know like, it. That's like Hard Five's most famous song, still used in Sky Sport adverts. Um, people uh, see so yeah, that James Fell. I don't know. James Fell. You were me and uber famous in america that was famous famous james james met as the me and me and palo interviewed him didn't we about his uh, new book the holy shit moment oh, right. uh george from eat lean uh james smith he's uh i suppose so I'm worldwide famous now we made him famous basically it was our podcast that made james yeah. smith famous well, so. to be fair, yep. mate, we were the first podcast he ever went on exactly. he owes us i don't even know if he ever shout us out <laughs> uh, friend of the show Shane Nugent uh, yeah loads of people um, so I know a few votes that Fran you voted for Shannon Beer um, for travel and inspiring you to travel um, ow zap from my laptop um, okay so the, the top the top voted uh, people were Dan Mack uh, Dan Smith, Dan Mac, Mac Fitness, um, and then Mike and Dan from Biceps and Banter. They were the uh, top, top two voted people. Can we guess who it was who won the vote? It was Mike and Dan from Biceps and Banter. <laughs> that was <laughs> a like nothing. <laughs> they were very good. They are very funny chaps. That's, yeah, it's not surprising because. They uh, not only gave out lots of educational content, but it was very funny along the way. We should get them back. If I could remember more of that episode, um, there was a lot of ranting from Mike. There was a lot of ranting from Mike. Yeah, I can remember Dan winding him up and letting him go. Um, But there were probably lots of funny innuendos as well, there, Mike. I just can't remember them. Absolutely, yeah. No, no, there was a vote between. My two favourites, which are Dan Osman and Alan Flanagan, for his ridiculously immaculate beard. Yeah, and and, and immaculate language as well. He is. Yeah, he's a very. I've seen a lot of him on Instagram lately. No, I think he's um, he's obviously doing his PhD or something, is he? And getting, I think he's doing a PhD. He was doing some actual research, so I guess mm. that's taken a lot of his time. But Dan Matt and Dan Osman has been doing wonders as well. He's been a, carrying on being a legend, hasn't he? Nicest man in fitness. With his raising of uh, money for a very good 
Yep. Cool. So I can damn win it. Is that all? I think, well, we've gone through all the topics, so we're an hour and seven minutes in. Hopefully it's been funny. Probably not. Moderately. Moderately. Well, mate, if you're, if you're, if we, if you were judged by the calibre of your jokes... That was funny. Which, which was so funny, Ed can't even remember what it was now. <laughs> he still can't, I think I was listening he still to can't remember it. When, still can't remember when, it. Uh, when Paul starts talking, I just, I just, to, just shut off, just turn off. <laughs> like a sleep app for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. My Paul's just... white noise. <laughs> I'm going to, um, I'm going to wrap this up uh, and let Fran get you off. You should actually and... wrap. Wrap. His uh, his um, completely unrelated, but kind of related. So I was listening to a lot of DMX this morning in the gym. That's rap. DMX. Yeah. No. Yeah. We know DMX. You do. These two are too young. Brandon, Fran's been thinking about granola. He was very famous for barking like a dog in his songs or shouting. He did bark a dog a lot. He did shout what a lot as well. Um, death. Great. I think he's in prison at the moment. No, he's not. Is he not? No. Or use personal keeper. No. Not a lot about the hip hop thing, man. All right. Okay. Um, No. In all seriousness, though, I just want to thank every single listener, all three of them, for sticking with us for this long, a hundred episodes in. Um, I can't believe that we started this all nearly two years ago that we're still going. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, how do we even yeah. come up with content for 100 episodes? We haven't. Oh, yeah, good point. There's not a lot of content. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. It's been about 98 episodes of Waffle. <laughs> yeah, but who doesn't like waffles? Maybe. We are basically the one kilogram gain of muscle spread over your body thinly. That's the content we've chucked out. What are you even saying? <laughs> the world's shittest anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think I think that's an analogy than an anecdote, but yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah, world's sorry. shittest analogy. That was pretty shit, to be fair, Paul. Because I still I'm still trying to work out what it even means. I don't know. Yeah. You've been you've been injecting too much testosterone again, haven't you? <laughs> In my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> In my eyes, Jesus. <laughs> I hope not. Um, well, yeah. Well, all that's left to say is a big thank you to obviously everyone that's stuck with us, um, everyone that's provided content. Um, actually, one thing I, th- I can't believe we didn't shout Rosie actually because she's constantly providing good ideas for podcast topics. So um, we probably should have shouted her out for most helpful uh, group member, even though she's never really in the group. But and she also slated us, didn't she? Well, she she had one moment of of madness where she didn't agree with some of the stuff that we were talking about in one episode, but we'll forgive her for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so thanks for sticking by. Thanks for you lot for sticking by me. You know, in this whole journey of podcastness life. So thank you. Bottom of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right on that note, here's to another hundred episodes. Woohoo! The next time uh, we'll get everybody on. Or we'll, we'll try. Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. Let's be honest, that's not going to happen. Especially with, with you two, Paul and Fran. And, you know, we can't. Really? Not... What are you on about? You two are terrible. You just make my blood pressure go through the roof. 
<laughs> right. On that note, for the third and final time, let's all say <laughs> bye and love you very much. Love you more. Bye. Bye, bye friend. Bye. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.